Good morning. Happy New Year. Good morning, all the guys that are online. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I've got goals in several buckets of my life. One of the big ones, though, is in my marriage bucket. One of the things that I'd like to be able to do this year is reconnect with my bride through a retreat or two. Thank you, yeah. One guy, one guy says, hey, I agree with that. Appreciate that. So if we've been married, <laughs> the question was, is my wife going with me? Now there's other retreats that I'm gonna be doing as well. Jesus did go away in lonely places and there's a role model for us to do that. So that's something else that I'd like to do this year. Carol and I, our first retreat is gonna be in March and we're going up to Windshape. Has anybody ever been to Windshape in Rome, Georgia? So Chick-fil-A has this ministry called Windshape. So if you Google Windshape Atlanta or Georgia, you'll find it. And you can host through, post through a whole bunch of different types of marriage retreats that are on there. And it starts with like newlyweds or pre-married all the way down to where Carolyn and I are at. So I kept scrolling on the website going, where's us? You know, we've already had kids. Our kids are leaving the nest. And then finally I found the gray-haired people picture and I'm like, that's us. Renew and retreat and reconnect. So our kids are starting to leave the nest. And now fortunately, Carolyn still recognizes who I am and she likes me most days. And I'd like her to also most days. But I think it's going to be, that's our big goal for this year is to just reconnect and this mic is about to go out Chuck I'm sorry you're gonna have to really speak onto this thing so this year related to Ironman we're gonna be talking about your kingdom purpose the end goal for this year is that every man in this room in particular will know what God has called them to do in life and that they're living on mission I got to give a shout out to Ogden this morning because he's a perfect example of this. A couple of years ago, he came and said, I want to do a ministry that's specific for first responders, and I want to call it Got Your Six, and it'll be a division of Ironmen. But here's a man that's passionate about first responders that decided to do something and to move. Created seminars of short film, and it keeps going on and on and on and on. That's a man that I'm talking about that you could look at as a model and say, he figured out something that was in his sweet spot, his wheelhouse, that would drive his purpose meter from empty to full. I would love for every man in here, every man, to figure that out this year by the time December rolls around, hopefully before then, that you're like, you know what? I figured out my sweet spot. I would love for every man to figure out what Ogden figured out a couple of years ago. Every guy in here. 2008. I didn't know I was going to be in men's ministry. 2008, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start serving men in our local group called Ironman Underground now. Jesse's in that group with me. A couple of other guys are in this room are in this group. And it parlayed into this. I found my sweet spot. I would love for every man to experience that in this room. Some of you guys are passionate about the unborn. Some of you are passionate about different things in life. I don't know what they are. But through this year, we're going to journey together and figure out together, what am I good at? What are my natural gifts? What are my spiritual gifts? How do I get my purpose meter to go from empty to full? So David Youth is going to be kicking us off in January 28th on Your Kingdom Purpose. Ken Weiss, who are you in Christ? Jim Butler, gifted for greatness. Wes is going to be talking about the passion zone. Next is your talent chest, how God wired you, life's defining moments. So that's what this, the theme is for this year. So everybody's on the same 
page. If you need one of these, feel free to see me afterwards. All right, this morning, Chuck is kicking us off, but Mike is going to be introducing him. So Mike, good luck with this, Mike. Thank you, David. Maybe we should start off with a prayer, as we always do. Dear Lord, thank you for having us gather here today. As David said, we come here together this year with a goal of increasing our purpose meter. And so we pray that you can guide us and be with us throughout the year. Help us to follow you and get to know you better this year. Be stronger men for our families and for our community. In Jesus' name, we pray. Okay, I get the great pleasure of introducing Chuck Yex to you today, and I'll probably eat up all the mic for him before he gets it, so I'll try not to do that. Chuck's a super cool dude. If you haven't met him, you need to know him. He's from Cleveland, and I can vouch for that because I watched a Cleveland Browns game with him. I'm pretty sure they lost that game. But Chuck was born in Cleveland. He came down to Orlando. He was recruited by Disney. His first job, he's very artistic if you don't know, but his first job was painting signs with Disney. And along the way, he was blessed with an amazing human, his daughter, Mariah, who I've met. It's funny how this works. She's also pretty artistic as well. About four years ago, Chuck was remarried, and he's married to a beautiful woman, Ola, who I've also had the pleasure of meeting. And many of you may know this, but Chuck and Ola are actually blessed and expecting another baby, so good luck, Chuck. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be a joke, but... <laughs> No, actually, it's a very lucky baby. Chuck's going to be an amazing dad again. So I love walking up, and I'll hear Chuck introducing himself to somebody, and he'll say something like, oh, yeah, my name is Chuck. I'm into design. I like to build things and design things. And I'll usually be in a side conversation whenever I hear that. I have to come over, run over, and say, hold, hold on a second. He's, not, he's leaving out some important stuff here. This is the guy that built and played the lead in building the pirate ship of the Buccaneer in the Buccaneer Stadium. Did you guys all know that? Isn't that cool? Yeah? He's done some great stuff. He's an amazing man. He's met some famous people as well. And and so I love the story of Chuck helping to rekindle the relationship between Terry Bradshaw and the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of his clients was the Pittsburgh Steelers, not just the Buccaneers. So re really a lot of layers to Chuck's onion, a superman. And if that's not cool enough, the dude rides a Harley. He taught Taekwondo for 14 years, and I can tell you, he is a man of God. He's a great Christian and a deep believer in his faith, most importantly. So, Chuck Yex. Yes. Oh, boy. So, my last name's Yex, and for most of my life, I've been last. Today, I'm first. So, God said, the last shall become first, and the first shall become last. But before I get started, I heard a couple of the young guys, they were talking about a new band called the Cellophanes. Anybody hear these guys? I guess they're rappers. I don't know. Get it? <laughs> and then one of the older guys walked up to me and said, have you seen this new documentary on constipation? I was like, no, I don't think it's out yet. Those are my dad jokes. My dad was a jokester, and there wasn't a joke. You could tell him that he didn't know the punchline before you could say it to him. Yeah. My TED talk today is about seeking your unique and knowing your role. It's kind of based on Ephesians 2.10, which is, We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, that God prepared beforehand for us to walk in them. So workmanship, in other versions say it's a piece of art. It's an original piece of art. It's unique. It is, you know, one of a kind. And God made us all one of a kind. You know, there's 7 billion people on the planet. Not two have the same fingerprints. Any mathematicians figure the odds of that out. Not two have the same eye retina scan. We don't have the same features. Even identical twins aren't exactly alike. So that's pretty amazing to me that God has done that and we are unique in his eyes. And we need to know that. 
In today's world, the digital world, there's something called the NFT. It's a non-fungible token, and they're very valuable in many ways. But all it means is it's not duplicatable. It's not, you can't copy it. It's a piece of art that's on a digital form. So even today, what God has done for us keeps going. It just keeps going. All right. So your uniqueness is the sum of your abilities, your capabilities, your attributes, your desires, your perspectives. All these things form you, and these are your gifts. And God wants you to know that you all have a gift. Some of us think we don't. I have done a lot of cool things in my life, but I don't like see that as, oh, I'm great. I'm like, I see other guys that have done really cool things. I'm like, wow, they've done great things too. But when I started, I was at the bottom of the rung. Not that I'm any higher now, but as a craftsman, as a painter, as a floor sweeper, you learn the trades, you learn the roles, you learn to grow, and you develop your gifts as you go. So your gifts are from God, and God wants you to use these gifts. As Christians, Christian men, he wants us to use our gifts in and for the body of Christ. When you became a Christian, you joined his family. God wants a family, and that's why he made us. He made us all to love us, and that we would love him back, and that we would love each other. And that's why he did that, because he desired a family, and he's got a big, big family. Pablo Picasso said, the meaning of life is to find your gift. The purpose of life is to give that gift away. Our purpose is to find our gift in God, and then to give it away. And based on that book, what David said, what we're going to try to do, or what we're going to do, okay? A lot of us are on the older side, and the back side of 50. Hopefully, we have a good idea of our gift and our purpose. But let me tell you what our purpose really is, or on the base level of it is to know God, to love him with all your heart, and to love each other. When you do that stuff, everything else falls into place after that, right? There's one other part of that. You find your gift, your uniqueness. You figure out your purpose, and then you work out your purpose in time, in God's timing. I'll give you a little scenario about in the attraction world. It starts with a vision. starts with a dream. You got this great brand idea. So you bring in illustrators. Illustrators put it down on paper. They draw it. They visualize it so they can share it. A lot of my clients, they got an idea, but they don't know how to visualize it. So we draw it out. We put it down on paper. Then we bring in an architect and an engineer. And these guys, gals, make it safe, make it measurable, make it strong. Then we bring in accountants. <laughs> they always want to value engineer things, and eh, we don't like that. But anyways, they make it feasible, okay? They supply the funding. They figure that out. So that's a part that has to play. Then we hire a GC. If we're going to start building something, you need a general contractor. What does a general contractor do? He puts everything in order. He puts it in synchronicity, okay? He puts all these other trades that follow underneath in an order. So you got your site developers, you got your plumbers, you got your electricians, you got your builders, you got your finishers, you got your painters, you got your sculptors, and you have your trainers, you got your light guys, you got your AV guys and gals, you got your landscapers, your hardscapers. Just hundreds of people go into and companies go into a project. Like a movie. Peter's a friend of mine. He makes movies. At the end of a movie, look at those credits. Tons of them to make an hour and a half movie. I've been involved in building multi-million dollar, billion dollar attractions. There's hundreds of people involved. The GC puts it in order. Think about this. If a concrete guy, they lay the foundation, and yet they haven't put the plumbing down or the electricity down, what's going to happen? you got to tear it up, cut it up. If the guy's hanging lights on the rafters before the roof is on, we're going to have a problem. They're going to be electrical problems, right? All in God's timing. So he wants us to know and appreciate our gifts. He wants us to find our purpose and work out our purpose.
in the family of God. And he wants to do it in his timing. So don't jump the gun. It'll all come. Have faith, have trust, and believe. And like I said, that goes for the same in the body of Christ. If the hand wants to do the foot's job, something's wrong. It's not The flow and the purpose and the project is going to fail. And in the family of God, the same thing. It's not going to work. Somebody's going to overcompensate for something else is not being done. Think about this. You hurt your ankle. What do you do? You're limping. And the next thing you know, your other side of your body starts hurting because you're overcompensating for something that is malfunctioning. So know your uniqueness, know your, your purpose, and do it in the right timing. And know that even if you play a small part for your finger, for your toe, you ever try to walk on a broken toe? Yeah, yeah, forget about it, right? There's no small parts in the body of Christ. An architect can design it, but if you don't have a craftsman to build it or paint it, it doesn't happen, right? So there's no small parts. Play your part. Figure that out. Now, I don't know that I can tell you what your purpose, but to find this, I think you need to know and seek your creator. You need to know God more every day. You need to know the vision comes from him. When you know him better and more every day, it'll be more clear what you can do and will do and should do. And then the other part of this, and this is a little off track, but is that God loves that we appreciate and know what he's done for us. That's like the greatest gift that we can give dad, that we appreciate and know what he's done for us. I got a little poem here that my daughter wrote. It was a Father's Day deal. You know, when you're a dad of a daughter, you're a wimp. You know, I used to be a third degree black belt, and except for I could probably take about any of you guys on. All right? Not anymore, but I cry at freaking commercials now because I got a daughter. You know what I mean? It's like crazy. My wife looks at me and like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, oh, you got something in my eye. So this was from my daughter. You know, the greatest gifts come from the heart. They're not bought. They come from the soul, from the heart. So give a little from the heart. Today is a very special day. I wish to express what you mean to me. Your hugs bring me comfort in times of stress. Your muscles keep me and the family strong. Your love exceeds that of any other man in my life and those to come. Some of the most important areas of my life are influenced by you. My love of art and music is to the extent it is because you brought it into my life. You passed down the corny comedy from your dad, as you guys already heard, from your father. And now she shares that corny comedy with people around her. You have taught me never to give up. And this comes from being a Browns fan. That there's always next year. (laughs) All right? I am grateful for the love, the forgiveness, appreciation, the compassion you show. Even in times that I don't deserve it. So... We let God know that. We're saved by grace. It's nothing that we've done. It's not by works. We work because of that grace. Not to earn that salvation, because it's already been done for us. If we grasp that and share that with God, show that appreciation, that's the best thing we can do for him. And that's all I got. Thank you, Chuck. Chuck's provided three questions I sent out, I believe, yesterday to all the table captains. We're going to spend the rest of the time in discussion around those three questions. And yeah, table captains, the floor is yours.